Okay, here I'm back. Yes. God, that precariousness of the internet in the keys. I know. It's one of these people complaining about cell phones with the miracle of technology and stuff like that. Yes, I'm able to do a show, but the vagaries of internet interruption, internet internet interruption. It sounds like almost like uh, a uh, erectile dysfunction thing. Internet interruption. I guess like if someone's watch, you know, watching online porn and then they, uh, the internet's interrupted, it interrupts their, you know, their masturbation routine. Internet interruption. That'll be a new psychological term or development. People say, well, I would love to masturbate all the time, but my internet connection isn't on all the time. So to finish up, I know I was interrupted. I was talking about vacation dollars and stuff like that, how I was going to do it. Um, One last metaphor I was going to make. I have a bird feeder in front of my house. Right up front of the kitchen window where the sink is, where we make our coffee in the morning and we look out. And there's not a crazy amount of different birds. Singing in the keys, you think you see a lot. But it's dependent upon the seeds that you use. Now, every time, almost... For all the food we use, we always get pigeons and cardinals. Yeah, pigeons and cardinals. And I'll get into why why people automatically hate pigeons. I don't know. Because they shit they, during the city and they shit on things and stuff like that. But, you know, if you eat a lot and stuff like that, that's all you do. And you don't have special places for them to go to the bathroom. That just happens. You know, you should see what iguanas do. Iguanas take you know, cat-sized or watery-sized cat dumps on you from trees. And they're always, when they're startled, they let go. And it's not, it's not pretty. And it's pretty big. So bird, you know, and I imagine the big birds of prey, <clears throat> the eagles and the, and the turkey vultures down here, they probably do the same pretty big. So... I, I don't know why we're talking this shit. I meant to talk about the bird feed. So, pigeons and cardinals, always there. Now, another one is bluebirds and uh, blue jays. Now, blue jays, you'd see a lot of blue jays around, but they'd only eat, like, peanuts. And there's peanuts in this next mix, and every so often there's blue jays. And they used to be blue jays we'd put on the unsalted, roasted peanuts in the shell and they used to grab the shit out of them all the time but we used to have blue jays come over and they hang out and they hit on the window and they scream that you know telling them you need more food but we also get those black cowbirds now are showing up and woodpecker a woodpecker and woodpeckers are interesting because they kind of hang upside down the way they hold on to the perch and they're kind of hanging upside down in their heads they're coming up to feed in the tray from underneath, which is a different perspective because I see them hang, hanging on poles and they're able to get on upright, but actually they're not really good for standing on a, a straight piece themselves and holding themselves straight up. They're more on the side. I guess that's from the pecking part. But the analogy is the bird feed that brings them. You put out different bird feed, and that's it. And it's like tourism. 
was the bird feed down here. So all the people that wanted to go out on vacation and didn't give a shit about COVID earlier in the year and they say, well, I don't, well, I don't mean to make them sound negative and stuff like that. They just were deniers. They denied the scale of it. They denied the importance of it. They feel that, uh, when I say importance of it, that it wasn't important in their life, that they thought the government, for some reason or ever, was doing it to restrict. I mean, when they restrict tourism, they restrict revenue. When you restrict revenue, you you know, you're restricting government programs. So, I mean, it's counterintuitive to think the government would, you know, restrict these things in order to just make people wear masks and restrict revenue, especially in the Keys. Whenever they put a mask on, you say, this really pisses people off that you put mask on. And some people want it on. Yeah, yeah. And they, they, but the people that, don't want to wear it, they get all really pissed off and they say, well, well we're going to do it. You know, it's going to... But they still came down. They still came down. They got angry and there's still a lot of people and we had had the revenue. Out of a lot of places in Florida, the Keys may have done, except for certain segments, have done the best. When, you know, surviving it, recovering it, and getting the revenue that they needed. The Keys survived it if this is considered the towards the end. And that's because of the specific bird food we put out, and that was drinking sunshine and water. And the, the negative thing, the, the, the shitty bird seed, which was maybe the mask, didn't hurt that much. We just had really good bird feed, and they came down, and they're still coming. Because a lot of places are real shaky with their restrictions and people are unsure of that. And the people that say, well, I want to know I can do this. I know this is going to be less restriction, stuff like that. There it makes sense. We used to think, well, that's kind of stupid. We're just attracting people that don't give a shit. They're going to spread easier among them. But it also is attracting people. People say, well, all we have to do is we'll eat outside. We see people that come into restaurants, stuff like that. They go, It's funny. Because they'll come in the door, even though we have the mask on, they don't wear the mask, and then look around, and they go, well, we'll eat outside. Well, they don't want to eat inside because, for whatever reason, but I'm thinking some of them are doing it because they want to, they're worried about it. But why, why not, when you walk inside, wear a mask if it protects you somewhat? And people say, well, maybe they want to sit out because they don't want to. I mean, some of them are smokers, I understand, but some people don't smoke. Yeah, and they don't want to come inside. <laughs> That's interesting. They want to wear masks, but they want, you're afraid of. They're afraid of it, but they don't want to. And there was other people. We had locals here that uh, knew they had um, been tested and knew it, they were positive. And the stories come to light that they've been going out no matter what. They just don't believe they, even though they had it, they didn't believe it was that contractable or that you know easily to spread. When they think, well, how the hell did you get it if it wasn't easy to spread? You know, and but they're coming in anyway, 
and there was uh, one they weren't cleared for it, but they were still coming out, and they're still refusing to wear a mask. <laughs> yeah, they were coming in without mask, even though one of them knew they were positive. And then they came in. It looks like they came in with their grandchild. When they came in with their grandchild, the grandchild had a mask, and the grandparents had a mask. I had a problem with that. Meaning, if you're not going to wear a mask when you're around other people's grandchildren, why the fuck would you wear a mask if you're around your grandchild? What are you saying about that? And all I have to say, if you think that way, fuck you. Fuck you. You're you're a horrible person. If that if you're going to do that because you're concerned about your grandchild and you wear a mask and they wear a mask and you come in with it and then every other time you come in you don't wear a mask and you don't put on a mask when you're around some other people's children. I mean, you're transparent. Some people, not only, some people try to hide their assholeness but it's like crazy people. Assholes don't realize they're assholes. I mean, I'm a, I guess I'm an asshole, but I kind of realize it. When someone says it to me, I don't go, oh, I'm shocked. I don't do that. Oh, I have the vapors. No, I'm aware of it. And also, you know, I'm consistent with my policies, my personal policies. When I go into a place and they suggest to wear a mask, I wear a mask. When I go to another place and I decide whether to wear a mask or not wear a mask, because I realize even with the vaccine that I can still pick it up, even though I won't go to, probably most likely not go to a hospital or anything because I had the vaccine. I don't want to spread it to my daughter who has not been vaccinated yet. She's 14 years old. Or to the the wife who's been vaccinated about two month, two weeks ago and should be fully feeling that but she had kind of like effects from the she had like lingering effects from the vaccine but that's my decision I could do it and I do that consideration out of consideration for other people right I'm afraid because I come in contact with so many people I don't want to spread it to some of you people that aren't vaccinated you know I, I still care about them even though the unvaccinated, I, I, I tend to shadow them as people that don't care about other people. They just don't take it seriously. It's like the people that get decapitated when they pop out of limousines without, you know, with a moonroof. And they're going under tree limbs and shit like that. They just don't consider it the possibility that, you know, there would be a low-hanging limb or, you know, something they go under that would take their head off. And that's why it's called an accident. So... Spreading thing, people just don't have that kind of consideration. People that run with scissors, guys that put on blue jeans, uh, zipper blue jeans without underwear, tight fitting blue jeans because it forces your junk out and stuff like that. So you can get, you know, you get your twigs and berries mixed up and get zipped in that zipper. Famously depicted in the movie, some, there's something about Mary. There's all precautions and stuff like that that people do. And it's not that it's likely. They don't put 
the sign on the side of a five-gallon bucket. Be, um, they don't put that picture on it of a baby getting in there to show babies how to get it upside down in a bucket that has fluid in it. It's to show them that, listen, if you leave this bucket around, you know, you can have your toddler walk around and they can fall in the bucket. Once they go upside down in a bucket, that's pretty much it. They don't know enough to kick their legs and knock themselves over, you know? I guess that happened enough. You know, it happened one time that they got to put a picture on the side. And it's horrible. I'm so sorry. It's horrible. But they do the same thing with objects. You know, you say, hey, listen, you got to take these rocks, these rocks that are sitting on these things. They're a, ha- they're a choking hazard for children and put things in their mouth. Once again, another mark against knickknacks and tchotchkes. Because there's small things, figurines people have, kids sticking their mouth and stuff like that. Just like people always doing that shit, right? The warnings. It's like in a certain emergency room, they got to start putting warnings on. Maybe they have to putting on replicas or, or little um, collectibles. People sell tourism things like Statues of Liberties and and Empire State Buildings, please, you know, put a thing. Do not insert this up your ass. It could be a hazard. You may have to go to the emergency room. They don't put that on there. They do do the thing about not putting, don't put a plastic bag over your head. This is a plastic bag is a choking hazard. So, I don't know where the point was on that point, but it's. Uh, I was talking about bird feed and how we attract bird, different birds. We can attract different tourists. So pay places go and say, hey, listen, they do it all sorts of ways. They do all sorts of things to attract certain tourists. Like they're saying, listen, we're very, you know, could be a resort. At our resort, when you're in a common area, you have to wear a mask. When you're not at a common area, don't wear a mask. Boom, that's cut and dry. And say we don't force people to be, you know, in tight spaces with people if you're, you know, if you're vaccinated. I like that thing with it. If you're vaccinated, you'll be free. Just like, oh, yeah, well, if you don't have an STD, and I said this on the previous show, if you don't have an STD or you're fixed, you don't have to have sex with a condom. How many guys are going to say, oh, I'm clear. I don't have any STDs. And yeah, I'm fixed. That's the reason why this, you know, all this shit, gonorrhea, STDs going around, Planned Parenthood. Half the things Planned Parenthood does has nothing to do with abortion. It has to do with stopping the spread of STDs. And most people, I, I, I have to, I hope, most people, I hope they're not selfish enough. If they knew they had an STD that they wouldn't have unprotected sex or wouldn't have sex without telling their partner. God herpes and all that stuff man you gotta you gotta be careful with it well this is jim the keys bartender i know ending with herpes and stds what a horrible thing to do i'm not going to mention a restaurant now because i'm not going to talk about the restaurant because of stds right why should i do that that's crazy i uh like to thank you for listening uh if you want to like us on facebook or instagram sorry about the two-parter but you know, that's the thing about technology. You got internet. We can we can send, we, we can plan on sending people to Mars and stranding, them, and stranding them there. But we can't get continuous internet from a landline into the Keys. Yes. 
What the fuck is that all about? And say, well, because you're using so-and-so and we're changing the lines over, blah, 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 blah. Stick it up your ass. You, I don't want to hear this shit. You know, I got to get a new cell phone because they're going to 5G. I'm not bitching about that and stuff like that. But I was toying with the idea of getting a new cell phone until I got a message from my carrier that said, we're not supporting those phones anymore. And say, hey, Jim, you should have a 5G phone already. Why well, didn't fucking need it? I've been doing a podcast for almost, it's, it's, good, it's going into my fifth year, right? It's in my fifth year. I'm not saying five years. I'm saying it's in my fifth year. I was able to do it with shitty internet, did it two-part shows. What the fuck? And I did it, I did cell phones and stuff like that. And you, you, all of you that want the cutting-edge technology, fine. That's fine. You want to pay $1,300, $1,500? I don't pay anything. I get it for free. No, you don't get it for free. You either get it when when a a cell phone company gives away a cell phone. It's either in lieu of a contract or in a payment where you're ending up, you get the cell phone and they say you pay $25, $26 a month. And... You, they tell you when you can upgrade, and then you got to trade the phone in and shit like that. And you, you know, you got the thirteen hundred dollar phone, and you don't, you don't want to not have a thirteen hundred dollar phone, so you got to pay for the insurance. So that's another seven, eight bucks. But if you lose a phone, you got to pay two hundred bucks to get the same phone that you have the insurance for. These are a couple different scenarios I put in there. So if you had to replace. You know, if you have a $1,300 phone, you're not going to replace it with a $200, $300 phone. Well, I buy a $200, $300 phone to start with. Don't buy insurance. Buy it outright. Don't own anything. So I don't have a contract. And I do have a contract because my wife likes to have a new phone. But I usually pass the old phone to the daughter. So she has a second generation phone. And the wife has the first one. And I have the you know, Motorola replacement phone, you know, like a $300 phone. But it has 95% of the stuff I wanted to do, right? I don't need to have all the bells and whistles. You hear bells and whistles all the time. I don't. I just want to have internet that works all the time. That's it. And before I have internet that works all the time, why in the hell should I have a $1,300 phone? That may or may not work because I use in my house, I use a small mini tower because I get shitty reception, even though less than a quarter mile away, there is a cell tower. But between me and the cell tower or between my house and the cell tower, there are new constructions with metal roofs and cinder blocks and they block signals. And we get less than one bar in the house being less than a quarter mile from the cell tower. Yeah, fucking ironic. So I put a little cell tower in within 100 yards of my house. I have three, four bars. Yeah, it's not an extender. Everyone thinks extender. You think a penis extender. But there's Wi-Fi extenders and things like that or signal extenders. Not a signal extender. It's a, it's a new connection from a small cell tower in your house that's connected to the shitty internet. So when I lose my shitty internet, I lose my mini cell tower, and the local tower doesn't necessarily provide enough 
charge. So that thirteen, fourteen hundred dollar phone works like a fucking kid telephone from the nineteen seventies. You know, a make believe phone where it rings and you pick up, you pretend to be talking on it. That's what you're doing. Unless you have something downloaded, you can look at pictures and things like that when you lose the internet. You know? So that's enough me bitching. Oh, this is an extra long episode if we put these together. It's over. It's almost an hour. But I didn't want to miss out. And it is part two. I'm going to keep it as, what's it, episode 439. And I'll leave it there. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you have any questions, please send your uh, questions to jim at keysbartender.com. I'll talk to you later.